Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I can't believe it. It has been three years. Three is the magic number. And yes, it is. It's one of my favorite songs from back in the day, but three is the magic number. And I can't believe I'm actually having a sit down conversation with my, well, which really isn't a guest. She is actually going to be interviewing me, but I want to welcome Jacqueline House to the podcast. Finally, Jacqueline has been Nice enough to have me on her show, Good Day NWA, several times with Jason Sewell and the rest of the gang, but I've never been able to reciprocate that. But I wanted to wait for something really special. Mm -hmm. And today, three-year anniversary makes it special. So Jacqueline, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today. Congratulations. Thank you. On three years. Um, (laughs) I'm interested to learn all about the podcast because, of course, broadcasting means different things. And so this is another way to broadcast and 
podcasting is so interesting to me. So I'm really interested in learning about this medium and how you're doing this all the time. So love what you're doing. So excited to be here and to help you celebrate. Absolutely. Well, real quickly, just give your Cliff Notes superhero origin story of who you are. (laughs) You know, again, like I said, I mean, for the one or two people that are listening to this podcast that don't know who Jacqueline House is, I'd love for you just to kind of give them tell them a little bit about your origin story. Yeah, I'm Jacqueline House. I've been here in Northwest Arkansas for, man, over 20 years. I came here to go to college and I never left. And I always tell people, my mom, I'm from Chicago. And she was like, you just went to Arkansas. You never came back, never came home, just went down there, never came home. But I met a boy and I liked him and we got married. So we are raising our family here in Northwest Arkansas. Currently, I serve as a host and producer of Good Day in WA which is the area's only daily lifestyle show. We talk about all things Northwest Arkansas. So just think about Randy's podcast on TV. Right. That's essentially (laughs) what it is. And it's great because we just get to learn and meet a lot of people in Northwest Arkansas, like you, Randy, who are just really making the place a great place to live. So we're just allowing people a platform to brag about what they're doing. So I've been at the station for about six years. The show is almost four years old. So that's in itself kind of crazy. But I did spend some time at Walmart for about 12 years and really people say, well, how do you, you know, make that switch from corporate to TV? And I would just say relationship building Mm -hmm. is very important. And that's really how I ended up at the station and how I ended up hosting Good Day. So it's been great. Um, I also love hosting events around town. I work with Single Parent Scholarship Fund as an ambassador, Arkansas Philharmonic Orchestra. I do some work for them, Children's Safety Center. So I do love to stick my big toe in uh, some nonprofit work when I can, because there's so many organizations here in Northwest Arkansas doing some awesome things. So if I can just give back even by hosting an event or posting something on my social media that says, hey, check this out, then I'm always happy to do that. Yeah. And I've seen you in action. You are the hostess with the mostest. And and I've seen you at Interform and several other events where you and, and others have stepped up and so, you know, there's like a small group of people that you see all the time and, and you you are definitely one of those individuals that organizations and businesses call on to come out and represent the community. And this is a growing, thriving area. And I mm-hmm. just think it's important for representation and you do an amazing job of that. Thank you. Thank you. I really try. It's a passion of mine. People always ask me, like, how do you do it? I'm like, honest and truth. <laughs> Anytime I get in front of people, I'm like a ball of nerves. I'm shaking, but it just helps to really be passionate about what you do. And and that helps. And I usually, you know, am able to make connections from there too. And again, the organizations here in Northwest Arkansas are just doing such a great job. So they're really doing the work. I'm just helping elevate what they're already doing. So it's always great, but I'm happy to be here with you to turn the tables (laughs) on you, right? Uh, Because you're used to interviewing people, but today... You're going to be interviewed. Okay. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. good. I'm feeling really good. Yeah. It's, it's super weird to be on the other right. side of this because usually I'm in control. Right. Right. I've got right. all the questions. I know where I want to go. And this is a whole different ballgame. Right. Right. Well, I promise to take it easy on you today. Okay. Cool. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair yeah. enough. So we're talking about the third year anniversary of the podcast. Yep. Take us back three years. And why did you start the podcast? Like what was kind of like the aha, like Northwest Arkansas needs something like this. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I originally moved here with my family. I have a wife, Nicola, and three boys, Joshua, Nathan, and Aiden. They are 17, 15, and 11, respectively. And when we moved here in 2014, there was no podcast that existed that talked about just the essence of what this area was all about. And 
I'm big on if I come to a place, I want to really know about a place. I don't want to just be kind of happenstance and just find out things by accident. And that's kind of how I was living when I first got here because I didn't have the podcast. And when I came, I hit the ground running working for a firm I used to be an owner of that had relocated to Northwest Arkansas. That's why I came here. There was no other reason. And I just said, you know what? When I ultimately left that firm in 2019, and it's a shout out to Zwei Group. They're based here now in Fayetteville. And Mark Zweig, who's a good friend of mine, a teacher at the Sam Walton College of Business and just an all-around business savant. When I left working there in 2019, I said, what am I going to do next? You know, and the joke, the running joke was simply, I knew more people, I knew more people at XNA at the airport than I knew <laughs> in Northwest Arkansas. So I said, I have to change that. Sure, sure. So the podcast focuses on really a lot of aspects here in Northwest Arkansas, in the Ozarks, business, culture, and entrepreneurship. Why those key focuses? Yeah, and life. I mean, that, you know, and honestly, I created it that way because then that gave me license to kind of go in a million different directions. Uh-huh. You know, like your show, mm-hmm. I mean, your show, you're able to talk about a lot of different topics. Yes. You're not kind of pigeonholed into one thing. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to talk maybe just about sports, which I could. I didn't want to talk just about business. I didn't want to talk just about, you know, I was an African-American. I didn't want to talk just about black issues, right? Mm-hmm. I could do that. I could do all of those, but I wanted to just have a more a larger conversation where everybody felt comfortable like sitting down and listening to what I had to share because it's like, hey, this could be my neighbor. Let me hear what he's talking about, you know? And so my mindset was, well, let me talk about all those things. I love the area. I've really fallen in love with Northwest Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Never in a million years, if you had pressed me 10 years ago and said, (laughs) are you moving to Northwest Arkansas? I would have been like, where? No, (laughs) negative. Where is that? I've driven through the state. Before I moved here, I had driven through the state twice on trips across the country and that was it. So no, I had never, I never saw myself here, but you know, like they say, never say never. And here I am. Yeah. Do you remember your first guest three years ago? Yes. My first guest was Omar Kasem. And Omar is, I mean, he's a hes a bit of a, you know, it's funny. I met him through Mark and we met at, at, we both spoke at an event at the University of Arkansas. We were talking to students about financial management, okay. financial fitness. And Omar and I met there in person. And I was like, oh, so I started talking to him. And then he told me about Conquesos. Mm-hmm. That's when he owned it the first time. And then he lost it and then he got it back. And so- You know, he's just, you know, he's just Omar for everybody, anybody that knows Omar, he's had a a number of businesses, successful businesses here in Fayetteville and in Northwest Arkansas, period, including Plomo's. And he was doing the Juice Palm, which was a juice Mm -hmm. place. And, you know, now he's expanding Plomo's and doing some other stuff. He started a an app. So he was my first guest. And we sat right there across from the momentary on in the A Street Market and recorded that first episode at a downtime in the in his juice bar. Nice. Yeah, it was really cool. So I had to make sure that they didn't turn on the blenders or right. anything like that. But right. we sat down and just had a conversation. And, you know, I just, I literally was off to the races after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you decide who are you going to interview? So let's just say one week you do a business owner. Do you try to do a different subject the next week or does it just happen organically? Maybe for the full month you featured business owners, not just because that's the thing, but it just happened organically that way. Yeah. It's always been organic, Jacqueline. I have not been like, oh, I've got to do this certain thing, mm-hmm. or I have to talk about this newsworthy event. Every now and then, so the pandemic 
created a situation where I was like, okay, I can't not talk about this. Mm -hmm. I had to insert myself into that conversation. And so essentially when the pandemic happened, that was a year into the podcast. I essentially said, okay, I'm going to talk about this. I did several live videos. I did a lot of a lot of programs or programs around the around the pandemic just to get people's stories out there. Mm-hmm. So I continued what I was already doing. But to succinctly answer your question, I have no rhyme or reason as to what, you know, each week it's something different, right? And so like with you, you do five shows a week. I do one show a week. So it's like, okay, let me see what I'm going to come up with. So like for instance, the week that we're recording this, there are a number of African-American mountain bikers that are descending upon Northwest Arkansas, which I thought was like, that's amazing, right? Because mm-hmm. that's that's not something that would have happened maybe five years ago, Correct. maybe three years ago. Right. But it's a big deal that it's happening now and that these people want to come to the middle of the country and bring their mountain bikes or rent mountain bikes and rip up the trails that are here. And so I find that to be interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I interviewed the guy that's bringing that whole group. His name is Harry, Harry Hill. Hill. And I think he's actually going to be on one of your shows. Yep. And, and, and that's a little <laughs> teaser. But the bottom line is that kind of thing interests me, mm-hmm. right? Because now that I'm here, I'm all in. So I want to learn why, A, why do people want to come or what's attracting them to Northwest Arkansas? You've got the outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. You've got the pace of life. You have the cost of living. You have the fact that our unemployment rate is virtually non-existent. And even though we're struggling with certain economic issues in this country because of inflation and the rising gas rates and all that other stuff, this is still a fairly comfortable place to come and try to make your way or find your way, if mm-hmm. you will. So that's why, you know, the whole Life Works Here campaign and all that other good stuff that is happening with the Northwest Arkansas Council and, and so many other programs like that. That's why people are letting the world know that Northwest Arkansas is a great place to come and raise a family or come just get your bearings and figure out what your next steps are going to be in your life. And so I I try to talk about that as much as I can. Yeah, absolutely. You and I have similar experiences here in Northwest Arkansas. You know, we both have families, but for someone who maybe doesn't have a family, but they're also a transplant, you know, like you were, what is something you would say specifically to African-Americans that are coming to the area? Because, you know, we don't necessarily have the buzzing concert scene. We do, but they don't really cater a lot to us. Right. So there are some things that are in the works. Yeah. But what's something you would say to people to keep them here? To keep them here. Well, I would say look at it long term and not short term. Right. So I think for us, me, me, my family, one of the things I said is I'm going to make a commitment to stay here at least through when my 11 year old graduates from high school and then maybe beyond that. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we own property here and you know, I like the fact that we're centrally located. If we can get some affordable fares out of X and A, then that'll be a good thing, right? right. Going to Chicago and other places right. like that. But, you know, I think you have to just give it some time mm-hmm. and, and kind of work on it. And it will it will grow on you. And you'll find that, you know, you're really close to everything. You're four and a half, five hours, depending on how fast you drive to Dent, to <laughs> Dallas. Right. You're three hours to Kansas City, an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes to Tulsa, to this side of Tulsa. You're three hours to Little Rock. I mean, you're five hours to St. Louis. So you can get to different places. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we had to do. We, you know, we still like, and I know this is heresy. We still like shopping at Costco. 
Heaven forbid, yes. right? I know, right? So <laughs> anybody, I ha- and I have really good friends that work at Sam's Club, the and I have a audacity. Sam's, I have a mm, Sam's Club mm, card, mm. and I have a Sam's Club uh, credit Interview card. Interview over? No, no. So <laughs> no, trust me. And I shop there, and, but we just there's just certain things when you come from the Northeast or some other part of the country, and you're like, well, do they have these things mm-hmm. there? It's like, okay, well, you know, I had to get used to having to go to Tulsa to the Apple Store. Now there's an Apple Store in Little Rock, and Little things like that. You don't think about it, but you're like, oh, okay, well, that's those things are kind of important, sure. but it's not like a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I still wake up in the morning and go for my run or, or walk or bike ride, and I am thrust upon one of the greatest trail systems in all of America, and it's right here in mm-hmm. Northwest Arkansas. So I'll take that with some of the inconveniences of maybe having to go some other places for some of my favorite stores or things of that nature, because mm-hmm. I hear that all the time. And sure. That's, that's the issue that even my wife and I, we have that conversation back and forth because she's a city girl and she misses the city. Right. And so we've just had to reconcile those things, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's, you know, it's, I think you just have to work with it and find your joy. But there are enough positives that outweigh anything that would even seemingly be a negative. And I don't find it to be a negative. That okay. means I just have to spend less money. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, right? that is a good thing. So three years, I can imagine you've done a lot of podcast episodes. Do you know like exact number? Yeah. One today, we're recording this on a Monday and we're here. And I just want to give a shout out to the library, to the Center for Innovation. They have a brand new sound booth, sound system. You walked in and saw, you were amazed. I mean, it's unlike anything that you're ever going to see at any public library Mm -hmm. that I've been to, but it's just nice to be able to come in here and, and have a professional environment where you can record a podcast. I spend quite a bit of time in here with a lot of people that I invite to be on the podcast and we get a highly valuable recording. But I would say that typically, you know, I am, I don't know, somewhere around, I record several episodes a week okay, and I, I typically record them on Monday and Tuesday and then kind of go off from there and do other things because there are other things that I'm doing. But I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where I continue to just kind of push the needle forward. So 165 is this week's episode. Wow. Yeah. And that's in three years. I've had a couple of special episodes, Mm -hmm. so those numbers count as well. And, you know, I am, um, I don't know when I, I don't have a plan to stop. I mean, we've got, we've got a big sponsor now with uh, Signature Bank, which is a great community bank with locations in Fayetteville, uh, Springdale, Rogers, and Bentonville. And they're expanding and now they're opening up and, and, and expanding in the Latino community okay. and opening up a bank for them. And so, you know, I'm working with a number of people that want to sponsor the podcast. And so I don't necessarily see an end. I'm going to keep doing it. And Jacqueline, I think the biggest thing for this is that this for me is fun. Like just having this conversation sure. with you is fun. Like I would, I wasn't getting paid for it and I'm still not technically getting paid for it. I will do this to the cows come home because I enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, period. Right. But it's just something where I've said I've, I've been doing this long enough now where I'm starting to kind of switch gears mm-hmm. and focus on maybe bringing in some more sponsors and actively. I wasn't asking anybody before I connected with Gary Head at Signature Bank mm-hmm. and Tori Bogner. And then then it just kind of built on from there. And now that I have those guys, I'm, I will be actively securing more sponsors. But but again, this this is still a passion play. And so if it comes across that way, that's what it's all about. I'm not doing this to make money. So that's, you know, that's the thing. Now, if I do ultimately make money, a lot of times people find things that they're passionate in and then ultimately are able to derive a benefit, financial benefit. Right. So it does happen. Yes. Yes, absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, shout out to Gary and, and Tori at Signature Bank. <laughs> We've worked with them a couple of times yeah, absolutely. on the show. So yeah. three years, when you first started the podcast, what was, was there an end game? Did you say, okay, I'm going to start this podcast and I'm going to have a goal of doing 50 and then I'll stop? Or was it just, I'm just going to go until... I feel like I want to stop. Yeah, I think it was the latter. And really just for perspective, so people know, I've actually been podcasting since 09. Okay. Like I've had different podcasts since then. So when I came here, like I had taken a little bit of a break. When I moved here to Northwest Arkansas, I did start a podcast for Zwei Group when I was working there. Okay. And that podcast still runs to this day and there's like 204 episodes. So like I'm podcasting all the time. So now- what I took, which what I took a passion and made it kind of like a business. So I have a company called Encourage, Build, Grow, mm-hmm. and I'm just rolling out a new company called Story is Fuel, Ooh. which is where I'm basically telling people's story through voice, through podcasting. Mm-hmm. Well, so whether it's a business or an organization, nonprofit, I'm helping them tell their story because podcasting is another way for you to extend your brand to the world as well as extending it internally to your team to, you know, maybe teach them or give them stories about the organization and what makes them so special. I think about, I've had the head of a single parent scholarship fund Uh on this podcast, Tyler. And, you know, Tyler tells amazing stories. And I mean, those stories need to be memorialized. People need to know Mm -hmm. the difference that he's making in the lives of single parents in Northwest Arkansas and how that, I mean, the difference that they make is tremendous. But a lot of people don't know. Right. And I tell people all the time, I hear these stories one after another. And I'm like, man, this is, you are the best kept secret, as I tell people all the time. And that should not be. And so one of the things that I'm going to try to do with Story is Fuel is to make sure that businesses and organizations really start to think about their narrative and their story Mm -hmm. and tell it more often. And maybe that'll allow me to continue doing I Am Northwest Arkansas while generating income telling other people's stories sure. through programs like this where we can help businesses expand their brand because podcasting is huge. I say this all the time, but I think there was a study done and and I have the actual information. So this is just not hyperbole or me making it up, but I think in 2021, 50% of all search was voice. Mm. Google says that 100% of all search will be voice by 2025. So when you think of like smart speakers, your Alexa, your Google, Mm -hmm. your iPod home play, or all these different smart speakers that you have in your home. I think BMW now comes with Alexa built in automatically for the 20. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it is fancy. So, but I'm saying that that's what it's going to be. I mean, you probably use Siri on your phone if you have an iPhone. So think of how often you ask Siri a question. Podcasting is, if you create a podcast, you have now created a document That is a voice document that is now indexed on Google Mm -hmm. and it's accessible to the world. And Google, it's what since Google has started indexing all podcasts, it's kind of game over. So all that information is going to be accessible and available. And as Mm -hmm. computers get smarter, you know, you'll be able to go back in and say, hey, you know, I've heard about Single Parent Scholarship Fund. Tell me all about them. Oh, well, there's actually a podcast episode that Tyler did with Randy Wilburn. I am Northwest Arkansas uh, back in, you know, December of whatever. Would you like to listen to that? Yes, please play that. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of where we're going. Sure. Right. And I'm just trying to get people to think of it that way. And so that's why I love creating the content that I'm creating with I am Northwest Arkansas, because a lot of it is evergreen content. Mm -hmm. Some of it is like, oh, this is just 
information that's just valuable for right now, but a lot of it is just content that's like, oh, I want to learn more about Devil's Den. I want to learn about Hobbs State Park. I just interviewed the folks at uh, Buffalo River National oh, yeah. Park. Uh-huh. And so they this is their 50th yeah, anniversary. anniversary. So we had a lot of conversation about that and about little ways, little ins and outs of how you can really float the river and make the most of it, whether it's a day trip or overnight trip. Mm-hmm. So information like that is going to be valuable today and it's going to be valuable five years from now. Yeah. And communities like Northwest Arkansas, where there's so much going on, I mean, the content is, it's never going to run out, right? Right. So there's so many stories to tell, even if you focused on the Buffalo River, for example, like one is floating, but then another is just the history of the river itself. So there's so many like breakout opportunities in the stories as well. Yeah. Have any interviews stood out to you over the years? What have been some of your favorites? And I know that maybe like unfair to ask because, you know, I'm sure all of them are your favorites and you love all of them. But what have been the ones that are still with you? They are all my babies for some reason or another. I I will tell you this. I have had a number of episodes that really resonated with me because I learned something that I didn't know before. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing that really stands out to me when when I can learn like that. So I, I, I off the top of my head, There were several that I did. I mean, the Tyler Clark one was great because it really taught me a lot about single parent scholarship Mm -hmm. fund. I got a chance to sit down with Bowtie Todd, Dr. Bowtie Todd. He's got a real passion for people. He travels all over the world. Uh He's a diversity, equity, and inclusion specialist. And he's just a unique person. I got a chance to interview Matt Cooper from The Preacher's Son. And I thought that was so meta that, you know, here is a preacher's son opening up a restaurant. (laughs) literally literally (laughs) across the street from where his pop used to preach. Right. So it's like, you know, you can't script that. I think meeting the folks at Mona, the Museum of Native Mm -hmm. American History, which a lot of people don't know about in downtown Bentonville. Yeah. It's an insane museum with I mean, you know, a lot of the local schools take field trips there. I mean, my son's been there several times, but they have this thing called the Winter Quilt, which is absolutely amazing. And and it just takes you through, uh, it's called the winter count, and it takes you through uh, each winter. The Indians would create this quilt and they would add a design to it and it would just show you all the challenges that they went through mm. every on a yearly basis. So it was almost like looking at a calendar sure. of you know a century's worth of time. And you can see when there was famine in the land, when they were fighting or whatever. And it's just, it's quite interesting. I also got a chance to sit down with a young lady from an organization called CSI, and uh, they are Child Services, Inc., and uh, they're originally based out of Central Arkansas, and they are an advocate for young kids that are coming up, whether they're involved in the court system or not, to kind of help them adjust. And uh, that was an amazing podcast that I did with, with them. And, you know, that episode really helped me to understand that there are actually a lot of other programs that are valuable to people that aren't necessarily about mountain biking or mm-hmm. about, you know, the local restaurant or something like that, that people want to know. Like I've had people email me and say, hey, I want to learn about, you know, some of the services that are available in Northwest Arkansas. So I said, OK, well, let me do that. So I did that episode on CSI and and then what I did their episode. I'm actually meeting with the folks from the adult education program at the at the Fayetteville Public School System because I didn't know that they have a huge program that where their whole goal is to try to get more adults to get their GED that don't get okay. it because you don't realize how many people don't have their GED, mm-hmm. right? Maybe didn't finish high school for one reason or another. 
And so I'm sitting down and talking with them. And I met the folks from Skills Lab Training up in Bentonville. It's Uh two ladies that started this program to really address the needs of young people that really don't know what they want to do and create opportunities for them to understand what it's like if you decide to go and get a trade, what opportunities are available to you. Because I think we're, and you and I both have kids of similar age, and I don't know about you, but my kids don't know what the heck they want to do. They have no idea. I mean, outside of making some TikTok videos and things of that nature, it's not as clear. Like when you and I were coming up, we were like, okay, we had to have something specific. Right. 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 Let let alone the simple fact that I think our parents probably said, well, you're going to college. And and it was never a question. Never a question at all. Now, for young people, some people are like, maybe college isn't the best. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking at some of my son's friends that have graduated from the Arts Academy, shout out to them that are, are now doing trade work or whatever, and they're making 30 and $35 an hour. And it's like, okay, well, you do the math. I mean, they're doing, real, they're doing well for themselves mm-hmm. at 18 or 19 years of age. And so I think it's important for us to make sure that we create sustainable programs. So I've been trying to highlight programs like Skills Lab Training and others that are making a difference in this community and aren't your traditional businesses that you would look at and be like, oh, I want to find out more right. about them. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like they're serving a much needed segment of our population that it's just not sexy to talk about, but it's so important. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm just loving listening to you and uh, all the people that you've been able to talk to. I'm like, mental note, who are some of these people that I also need to reach out to? Yeah. For, I mean, I, got, I, have, I have so many. And, it's you know, so good. It is hard because I keep going through like okay, another one I can think of, Keith Kidd. He does KD's Chicken and Waffles. And, uh-huh. and Keith is, I mean, here here is a former Razorback player that also went off to play with the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, he had a professional career, came back to Northwest Arkansas, really wanted to sew back into the community. Mm-hmm. His waffle fries are an <laughs> insane because he has managed to get me to do something that I will never do, which is I'm not a, I like sweet things mm-hmm. and I like savory things. I don't like them together. Oh, okay. And he does waffle fries with syrup and he does these uh, buffalo waffle fries with syrup and all this other stuff that he adds in it. And it to me, it sounds like, oh, I don't like to mix my breakfast with everything Mm-mm. else, but it is insanely good. It you, sounds delicious. I'm it, yeah. so hungry right you now, can't so holler it. at me. You, you can't knock it until you Katie. try it. Katie's, Katie's uh, chicken and waffles. So no, they're, they're really great. And then I, I do want to add one other thing. And you said this earlier about relationships. I met a guy, his name is Brian Bonk. He is the CEO of a company called Pelfreeze. And also they have a company, Natural State Rabbit. So Pelfreeze is a company that's almost 100 years old based out of mm. Rogers, okay. downtown Rogers, right across from the Onyx building and Ozark Beer Company. is there. That's where their main headquarters is. And so they do biological work with rabbit tissue and all this other stuff. And then they also have a company called Natural States Rabbits, which sells rabbit, right? So if you want to rabbit barbacoa or something like that, I've had the, I've had rabbits really good, but I met Brian cause he had, I had him on the podcast to kind of talk about Pelfreeze. And then we, we established a friendship. He invited me to come work out of his office, which I did for about seven or eight months. And you know, those are the kind of relationships that exist here in Northwest mm-hmm. Arkansas, where people will literally open up their home for you, open up their office for you and say, Hey, come in. And he had me there for eight months before I moved into a physical office space that I do rent right on Block Street at 230 North Block. But, you know, people like Brian and Dr. Bonk and others are just, they are what makes Northwest Arkansas special because, and a lot of them aren't necessarily from here, but they catch on really quickly that 
you know what, this is a really giving place that people are want to help people out. They want to see people succeed. It's not a crabs in the barrel mentality where folks are being dragged down. People want to see success because they know it will ultimately benefit them in the long run. And so I've had so many experiences like that. And I've told everyone that relationships are paramount here in Northwest Arkansas. I mean, period, full stop. I mean, you know, and that's just how I feel. And I'm sure you've had those experiences. And and, and, and in the work that you do, you come in contact with people all the time. And I have been able to, through this podcast, rub shoulders with people I would not have normally met that are now good friends of mine. Mm -hmm. People that are CEOs of multi, multi multi-million dollar companies, people that have had a major amount of success. And it, a lot of it is due to this podcast. And then when people find out what I'm all about, they're like, oh, well, you know, this is a cool person. I'd love to chat more. And I just think I've created a platform to tell other people's stories mm-hmm. because stories matter, period. And so I'm going to continue to do that for as long as the good Lord will allow me to do it. Or maybe until I run out of some juice or I train somebody <laughs> else, if somebody else wants to learn how to tell stories like this, I just love doing it. So I'm going to continue to do it. And my goal is to continue to bring in new individuals and tell their stories. So that's why I have expanded, because when you come to the I Am Northwest Arkansas site, I want you to see, oh, there's so much going on mm-hmm. here. And it's also one of the reasons why I've done a, a number of monologue episodes, right, where I've kind of bared my soul. So like after the George Floyd incident, you know, as an African-American, I can't not be black. I have to be who I am. Right. And again, this is not, you know, I Am Northwest Arkansas is not a black show. But it's, it is told through the lens of an African-American man, and that will never change. So I have tried to contextualize that because I think it's important. And I think it's important for us to have healthy conversations about sure. race in this country, mm-hmm. about some of the things. Like I've had a lot of white friends say, man, I had no idea. I, did, I listened to that episode. I had no idea that was a challenge or this was a challenge or, you know, and so I've been able to kind of share my truth, mm-hmm. which might be different than, you know, another person that looks like me. Right. And so it's the idea that, you know, we're all not we're not a monolith. And, you know, I know you hear that all the time and it's like everybody tries to put you in one basket. And I'm like, no, you can't put me in one basket and I'm not going to allow you to. But I just feel like, you know, my story is important, but I want to be able to create a platform where I can tell everybody's story. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so my vantage point is that if an African-American that's, that lives in another part of the country hears my podcast, they'll say, wow, this is a black guy doing something really interesting in Northwest Arkansas. You know what? Walmart did reach out to me about a job opening, and I wasn't sure because I heard there wasn't a lot of black people right. there. You right. hear that all the time. And so my whole thing is, no, this is how, you know, this is where we are. And ask me and I'll, I'll answer any question that you have. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's to me is what it's all about. So I've become kind of a de facto ambassador with this podcast of Northwest Arkansas, because I want to give people the real dirt and let people know what's really going on. And, sure. and and the reality is, is that, you know, a lot of times we have these preconceived ideas or preconceived notions about how a place is. And, you know, it's one of those things where I would say to somebody, don't knock it until you've tried it and, or at least talk to some people. Right. And give it like a real wholehearted try, right? right? Like put your whole self into it. Because yeah. like you said, it's going to take some time. That's just from even when you move different places, right? Yeah. It takes you a while to kind of find, you know, your people, your tribe, your places that you want to go, right? So really give it like a really, really like all your heart try and then say, you know what? I tried it. I tried to do several things. I talked to Randy and I, you know, went down his bucket list of things to do here right. and it just wasn't for me. Okay, yeah. cool. Because at least you know 
that you've fully given it your all. A lot of times you can't just arrive here at X and A, look around and be like, I'm out. Right. You do have to kind of come, come inland, you know, a little bit and just see, you may have to put some, some legwork in. Oh, you're going to have to put some work in. Because we here. Yeah. But we just not all in one place. No. So, I mean, there is some legwork to be done, but it's great to your point, just about connecting with people because you just never know the impact you'll have. Right. So, you know, if people are looking up, what is life like for me in Northwest Arkansas and they stumble upon your podcast or I think about like Jasmine and Jay and, you know, what they're doing with Black owned NWA and Jazzy J NWA. I mean, just things that have sprouted and grown just from an idea of something that you wanted yourself. Well, I want to show people how I'm able to live here in Northwest Arkansas and just look how things have exploded. So I'm loving it. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's that's it. And even Jazzy J, those guys went away for a season and then came Came back back. and they were like, we're so glad we're back. And so, you know, I think that's I mean, their perspective is important, Mm -hmm. right? Because then it gives people a better understanding. And I will share this one story with you. It's something that my grandfather told me a long, long time ago. He's long passed away, but he said to me, wherever you go, and this was like when I was going to Howard, I, I, gra- I went to Howard and graduated from there. But before I went off to school, he said to me, listen, wherever you go, make sure that people know you're there. Mm. Right. And he said, if you're going to be in a place, be in a place. Sure. Don't just be on the sidelines. Right. I know people that are like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I live here, but you know, I, every chance I get, I'm going off to someplace else. And that's fine. That may not be your spot, but sure. if you come to a place and I, everywhere I've gone, when I was in Boston, I did the same thing. When I was in Atlanta, I did the same thing. But I mean, I'm here now and I'm here, like 100% here. You know, you can't get rid of me right now. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be here. I, I don't know how long that season's going to be, but you know, and he finished by saying this, if whatever you give to the city, the city will ultimately give back to you. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it is. And so that's the advice that I would give to anybody of any hue. When coming to Northwest Arkansas, it's you're only going to get out of it what you put into mm, it. Very true. Are there any dream interviews that you'd love, love to do? I mean, I know you've had a chance to interview a lot of people here in Northwest Arkansas, but who are some of the people that you like? I would love, love, love dream level interview would love to have on I Am Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, absolutely. So Coach Nolan Richardson's at the top of the list without a doubt, for a number of reasons. Sure. The least of which, which is crazy, but I was actually an Arkansas Razorback fan when they went. And those years when they were when they were just running and gunning and they were doing things. And I just like the fact that here was this man and he was, you know, leading this team of young men. And I was rooting for them in 94, rooting for them the year the next year when they lost. But yeah, I would love to. Mm. I mean, he's 80 years old now and I know people that know him. So I haven't kind of I haven't, you know, called on that favor yet, but I would love to interview him. Um, I would love to interview uh, Alice Walton. Yes. I would love to interview Jonelle Hunt. Yes. And you know what else I would I would love to do is I would love to tell the story of the Jones trucking line family. That's okay. a really interesting story. I know some of the backstory about how some of their money went away and how it was absconded away, I guess, by some bad accountants or a lawyer or whatever. I, I heard something like that. And I may don't if you're listening to this and, and I, I've gotten it wrong, don't shoot me. I or just, come on. I yeah, mean, that's the only and, way and that we know the straight. truth is yeah, if you come exactly. on, set the record straight, let us know what, what really happened. But Bernice Jones and, and that family, I mean, they did a lot. And look what they've left. They were still able to leave the Jones Center mm-hmm. and the Jones Center has been a pillar in that community in Springdale. And now they're about to expand it. So there's a lot of really cool things happening. And I will say, you know. The only other person I could think of off the top of my head that I would love to interview that 
that is here. And I've tried to reach out to the folks from um, the Fixer Fabulous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, Jenny I've, and Dave. Yeah, Jenny and Dave. We've reached, we've, reached out, but you know, they're so big now. I reached out to their folks in New York, but they just never got back to me. So Jenny and Dave Mars and, um, I, you know, there are others. I, I mean, there's just a lot of people, but you know, I honestly love interviewing people like Laura Kellums mm-hmm. and others that are just doing, you know, that are in the trenches every sure. day. Not to say, I mean, obviously those people are doing amazing things, but I just love meeting folks that are making a difference. And anybody that can tell the story of, you know, what, you know, anybody that maybe is connected to Sam Walton, that would be great. I mean, obviously, Alice would be the ideal person, but, you know, even somebody that was working with him, because I know there's still a lot of people that are still alive yeah. that worked with him directly mm-hmm. and can tell stories about, sure. you know, even before Walmart started with the, with the Ben Franklin business that they had and all that. But, you know, I'd love to tell that story because I don't care where you sit on what side of the fence on with regard to Walmart. The reality is, is that this man had a vision. He was not to be deterred and he made it happen. And when you look at it now, I know that people that are that lived in Bentonville 30 years ago never thought it would be like this. Right. And look at where it is now. Right. I go, you know, we go to different cities and I'm like, where's the nearest Walmart? Which, you know, I know like even when I go home to Chicago, Walmart is a thing, but it's not like the thing like it is here. But it's all I know. So <laughs> just like, where's the nearest Walmart? You right. D- wait, you, you don't. Yeah. You don't have a big Walmart, as we call it. You don't have a big Walmart. What? Right. How am I supposed to shop? But I mean, you're absolutely right. And again, that just goes back to there's just so many stories here in Northwest Arkansas and then breakout opportunities from those stories that are happening here in our community. And it's great to have someone like you to help share and tell those stories, not just for us here in Northwest Arkansas to hear and listen and appreciate, but for everybody just across the country, across the world to just hear. Like what's happening in Northwest Arkansas? Because, you know, like it's buzzy, right? It's Mm -hmm. trendy. It's like, oh, mountain bikers coming. Okay, cool. You know, so we are getting some steam off that. But just think about people that you could possibly be reaching just because you shared the story of single parent scholarship fund. Because maybe there are some families looking to start over. They need a fresh start, but they also need the support. Mm -hmm. Man, I heard this podcast and I heard that there's a single parent scholarship fund organization there that's really helping build better, brighter futures for single parents. So never doubt the reach and the impact that you're having on the community. Because I know, you know, doing the work, it gets tiring, right? It does. And we can talk about that too, because, you know, in our minds, all we're doing is just helping elevate the things that people are already doing. But it does get weary sometimes and it gets Mm -hmm. tiring. Some of the stories are just very hard to share, but also too, you don't want to look at your community in a bad lens. Yeah. Because you know that there's, things happening. You know, we know that we have a homeless issue here in Northwest Arkansas. Food Um, insecurity. I mean, food insecurity, child abuse. I mean, so it's hard to tell those stories too, but you have to yeah, because you can't just highlight all the hip things that are happening Mm -hmm. without telling the full story. But also we have food insecurity going on too. So, I mean, here's a way for you to live play and love where you live, but also make such a huge impact yeah. in a community like ours. Well, and you know, and I've told this story before to several different uh, organizations that I've spoken to locally, but you know, Nate Walls from Second Hand Smoke uh-huh. Barbecue has personally introduced me to the food insecurity issue here in Northwest Arkansas, because I would go out, especially during the early parts of the pandemic and go out with him and pass out food. And just what I was seeing, it just blew me away because I'm thinking, 
how does this even exist in a place like Northwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. where you've got one of the richest companies in the world and you've got these other factors, but I see that, you know, everything's kind of working itself out, you know, and it's maybe not as bad or as as strong of a problem as it is in other places, but the pandemic revealed some truths that exist here right under the surface. Mm-hmm. But what I saw that was really encouraging to me was that people are trying to solve those problems like Nate. Mm -hmm. And so every chance I get to go out with Nate and hand out food, I look forward to it. I would run into people and I tell this story all the time. It's like I I literally ran into a guy that I would never in a normal in my normal walk, I would probably never encounter him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's an older white gentleman. He had like a swastika tattooed on his stomach. It was really crazy, but he didn't have any teeth when he smiled at me because I came to his door and I started talking to the guy. And I'm just like, you know, a lot of times we prejudge. And the reality was like, and, and I totally, because Nate even got me, he said, hey, man, you know, you, these are just folks that are hungry. These are people that just need a good hot meal. And I remember having this conversation with this guy and, you know, he just, and, and I don't know where he got the tattoo from. He could have been in prison for all I know. It, it didn't matter. You know, at that moment in time, you know, he was hungry. Mm -hmm. I had something that I could share with him. I got a chance to talk with him and just interact. And I wasn't like, oh, my God, you know, this is crazy. I was just like, no, I just talked to the guy because, you know, we all have our walk in life. Right. And some of us do that walk at the highest level. Others of us do it somewhere middle of the road. And then still some were kind of just struggling to get by. And it, it is what it is. But the thing about it is you've got to take time to see people eye to eye where they are, mm-hmm. not where you necessarily want them to be. Sure. And that's one thing that I have been exposed to since being here, especially, you know, helping Nate to to hand out food in places that he wouldn't traditionally go, even places where he would tell me stories about what people would say to him. And then, you know, when they realize, oh, this guy is just, he's all about feeding people. Mm-hmm. It becomes a whole different situation. And, you know, it's, we're a lot more similar than we are not. And I think, and when I say that, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking specifically black and white, but I mean, just in general, right? I don't care if you're Latino. I don't care if you're Marshallese, if you're white, if you're black, there are a lot more similarities than there are dissimilarities. And I think we need to take the moment just to see the human being in each of us mm-hmm. and really connect with that person, because that's what's going to make a difference. And The people that are here in Northwest Arkansas that are really doing that are making tremendous inroads. And what I have seen is because this is such a giving economy, a giving place from a philanthropic standpoint, that a lot of businesses, a lot of uh, nonprofits are able to succeed and get the word out and meet as wide a need as possible. And so that's the thing that has really stood out to me. And, And I continue to, you know, to try to tell those stories because I think they matter. And I'm going to continue to tell those stories because I want people that even aren't from here to realize that, wow, this is a great place to come that not Mm -hmm. only can I get a great job, but I can also give back to the community. And there's a lot of good things happening. It's not perfect. Right. But it's, you know, it's people are are aware of what the problems are and we're working on them. Sure. So have you seen like a reoccurring theme as you're doing your podcast about Northwest Arkansas as you're listening to people share stories? Is there a reoccurring thing that? about Northwest Arkansas that comes up often? Yeah, this area is, so when I talk about Northwest Arkansas, I always call it, I I say, now I'm including Bella Vista in that conversation, but I I say Bella Vista is the top slice of bread, Fayetteville's the bottom slice, and then you've got all the the meat and the tomato and lettuce in between, (laughs) so it makes up a nice sandwich. But I think the thing about it is that this area is very special from top down. And I think that people need to, you know, kind of figure out, you know, what 
they want to do and how they want to do it and then find a location in a local part of the community that really resonates with them mm-hmm. to to kind of be a part of. Right. Because, you know, the feel is slightly different in Bentonville than it is in Fayetteville. And I love Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like keep Fayetteville funky. I mean, that's, that's, what, that's how <laughs> right. people talk. And then you've got Springdale and Springdale has its own flavor. And then you've got Rogers and Rogers has its own flavor. And so I think that the thing about it is that each location is uniquely unique, if sure. I may use that word. And then you've got this whole area of Northwest Arkansas where I think there's a lot of pride in what we're all about and where we are and where we're going. Where we're 450,000 plus people right now, one of the fastest growing MSAs in the country. And we are arguably supposed to be at about a million Definitely people be. by, by two, uh, 2040. Yeah. So that's like 17 years from now. I mean, it's crazy, right? right? You know, and I'm sure when you came here for college, you didn't think that that was going to be the case, right? Yeah. Because even people that I talked to that have been here for 20 years have said, man, it has changed. It's changed for me in the seven and a half years that I've been here. So I know for you, it has changed. It has changed a lot. You know, like when we were here and I came here in the fall of 1997, the university had a lot more green space than it does now. <laughs> now it's like every piece of uh, green space has real estate on it, right? Uh, which does show growth, but also, you know, little Africa forever, if you know, you know. Right. But also I had a friend, her parents worked for Walmart and they lived in Rogers. And I remember sometimes we'd go up there for the weekend and it just seemed like it took forever, <laughs> forever. to get to their house because there was nothing to look at. Right. So this is before NBC got here, of course, before the AMP, Top right. Golf. There yeah, was nothing. nothing. This is before... The mall was here. Yeah. So nothing. There was nothing to look at. Matter of fact, the exit that they lived off of is now like maybe what you would consider pinnacle. It's the exit right before exit 85. It was called Champions Drive at the time. Okay. Okay. It's not called that anymore. But I just remember like the neighborhood that they lived in. And I drive past there all the time now. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, none of this was here. (laughs) Right. None of it. Walgreens, the White Oak Station. I mean, the, you know, Burial is Pizza, the Greenway. like could not have dreamed that the area has turned into, you know, what it's turned into. So it it has been like super wild. And I just think about like favorite places here in Northwest Arkansas. I live in Rogers. So shout out to Rogers. Yeah. But I love Eureka. Yeah. yeah I love Eureka's Eureka. Great. Eureka's such a cool Siloam town. Siloam is cool. Siloam is cool little really, really area. cool. Shout out to Pure Joy Ice Cream. Yeah. Yes. Love very good. Place. <laughs> So three years. What's next for I Am Northwest Arkansas? Yeah, you know. Do you have like a five year, seven year, yeah, 10 it's year? It's so funny. I don't, you know, it's funny. I don't, I'm not exactly sure. You know, I thought about doing like a, a week, a daily uh, news show, right? I mean. Oh, holler uh, at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I Pop thought about. Queen. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought about doing like a daily, like just like a literally like a, a two minute. You know, would people listen to a two minute podcast of just news and events and like like I would do like every day I would do a news, just a quick news story, a quick event and then like something else cool happening and then just keep it simple. Kind of like, you know, with uh, Axios NWA and, mm-hmm. and uh, it, you know, the the daily email newsletters, there's real value in that because people are able to get information. And mm-hmm. I mean, shout out to Axios NWA because they always uh, recognize the podcast on there. And so uh, worth. Sparkman and uh, Alex Golden, they do a great job. And I, I just think that, you know, local news is still important. I mean, yeah, maybe people may not be reading the newspaper anymore, but, you know, they're looking for information in alternative ways because nobody's going home to watch the news at 630. I right. Mean, it's just they're just not. Right. So and even and I don't I'd be interested to know 
like with even with KNWA and Good Day and WA, like I primarily watch that through Facebook. Right. You know, and uh, but I watch it, you know, and I we see appreciate it all the time. It. We'll yeah. take all the clicks, so, all the yeah, views. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So but yeah, I don't know, um, Jacqueline, I, I just I keep thinking about it and I don't know because, you know, there's so many different things I could do. Mm-hmm. And so I have to decide. So I think this I think between this whole story is fuel thing, which I'm just kind of previewing here and letting people know about it. But one of the things that I, I do want to do is I do want to take what I'm doing from a storytelling perspective, and I'm going to continue to do this on a weekly basis, but I want to help some companies do it. I want to help some individuals tell their stories, some mm-hmm. organizations, you know, get out there, stop being the best kept secret. Now's the time for you to tell your story and to figure out a way to memorialize it so that it's available for the wider audience mm-hmm. to hear and listen to. Yeah, You know, I'd love to hear how you got started in this or that. And so that's, as I go back and listen to the archive of episodes from I Am Northwest Arkansas, I'm like reminded of different interesting stories about people and how they ate, how they ended up here if they're not from here, and then how they ended up doing what they're doing. And I think of like, real quickly, I think of uh, Charu Thomas, who uh, started a company called Ox, and uh, they do amazing work. It's a, it's a startup that works in the CPG space, and, and um, they work with you know, kind of like the people that go out and they optimize your experience as a retailer when you're offering your all of your wares and items to people that are doing like online ordering and okay. remote pickup. So like when you think of Walmart, if you order your food at Walmart and they bring it all out, they optimize the whole experience of how that goes about from their perspective. So if I'm a retailer, I want to I want you to map out the most efficient way possible to pick all these items sure. up off of the um, everywhere throughout the, the store and then put them in a bag so that we can get these out to the customer. And so, you know, just little stuff like what she's doing. I mean, she's one example of, of some of the great things that are happening here from a technological standpoint, from a business startup standpoint, that they're going to really be making a difference because they have tapped into where our economy is headed and uh, they're kind of ahead of the curve. So, you know, I'm excited to continue to tell stories like that because those stories really matter. But then I also want to talk about just some of the the really the low impact stuff, just the simple things like, hey, where is the best place to go ride mountain bike trails sure. that aren't as crowded as as Slaughter Pen or some others mm-hmm. where, you know, where is the best place to get a, a burrito besides Chipotle? Because, I mean, I know that there's some local places sure. where I could get a, a street taco <laughs> or a burrito. So, right. you know, I think I think it's important to continue to tell that. I just saw a brand new food truck spot open up on 265. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm. Uh, it's right there, right above, right above Don Tyson, right after the Casey's gas station is our brand new food truck park. That's huge. It's wide open. And I was like, I got to go there because I'm going to go check out all the different food trucks that are there. So, you know, but I make it I make it a habit of stopping at every food truck park. So I've been to the Norfolk food truck spot that's right there on College Avenue. Uh-huh. There's one way up to 65 that's actually on, on 71 mm-hmm. up in the Ro- yeah, Springdale, Springdale Rogers. It's yep. like right before you get to the airport street exit. And uh, they've got some great food up there. And so, you know, I just I mean, there's just so much there's so many stories to tell and so many places to make people aware of. So I'm going to keep pressing record and I'm going to keep doing it. I'll figure it out. So and I'll add those other disparate pieces to it and and, and we'll have some fun with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we definitely appreciate you being here and telling those stories. And like I said, never doubt your impact that you're having here in Northwest Arkansas, because even for us who have been here for a very long time, 
we're still discovering new places <laughs> and new things that are happening because the area is just growing like that. Right. So, you know, for those of us who just don't know and do the legwork, like I'm going to stop at every food truck park here yeah. in Northwest Arkansas. Like, I'm not going to do that. Randy <laughs> has me. Yes. I'm just going to tune into the podcast and right. see what Randy said about these food trucks. And then I can decide if I want to go absolutely uh, out to what Gravit, I think, is getting one or Center 10 is yeah. getting a, a food yeah. truck park. So yeah. uh, thank you're going to you. see more of those come up. So yeah. and it's valuable to get because it's always there's always some good food out there. So, you know, but yeah, and I could go on. I mean, I wish I could talk about all the food trucks that I've been to. And I sure my waistline shows it. But I mean, <laughs> there, there is. You know, I try to support these folks because, you know, everybody's got a dream. That's true. And, you know, whether it's food related, whether it's podcasting, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, feeding the food insecure, whether it's opening up a brick and mortar business. So, I mean, you know, it just I think everybody needs to um, to get get a little promotion out there yeah. and let folks yeah, know absolutely. what's going on. So I well, appreciate you. Happy three years. Congratulations. Thank you so much, yeah. Jacqueline House. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule and the time of day that you came and spent with me. It's it's beyond appreciated. So thank you so much yeah, and continue anytime. to do what you do at Good Day NWA and, and there at KNWA and, and know that uh, I'm watching and I know as as I know a lot of other people are. So I know we're kindred spirits as far as our goals to get yes. good news out there about Northwest Arkansas. So I appreciate you doing this thank for you. me. Thank you so much. Folks, that is it for today's episode. Three is the magic number. I hope you guys like this episode. It's, it's a little different. You've heard me do monologues, but I wanted to flip the tables today and have Jacqueline House come in and interview me and, uh, you know, see what it feels like to be on the other side of the table. So, yeah. So she did an amazing job. You survived. Yeah. So please, (laughs) if Jacqueline, if if people want to reach out to you, your Instagram handle is? The Jacqueline House. That's on Instagram and and Twitter. And Twitter. And I'll put that on the show notes so that you guys can connect with her. And I certainly want to encourage anyone that's listening to please support Good Day NWA, her and Jason Sewell, they do great work and every day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. That's right. So definitely check them out. And yeah, so that's all I have for you guys this week. I appreciate you. Remember, the podcast comes out rain or shine every Monday and I will see you next week. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.